Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your favorite Cobra intern of 2023, codename Legion Cub. You're on my top 10 list. I'm the only <laughs> Cobra intern. <laughs> uh, so this is it. We're wrapping the year up. Uh, our next live stream is going to be on January 1st, New Year's Day. Uh, I have got some, well, we have got some big news to share uh, on January 1st going forward into the new year. Big news for the Audible Army. Uh, and we will be saving, we've got we've got some toy talk, some uh, Christmas gift talk, but we're going to save it till we're on video. This is our audio episode available wherever you get your podcasts and we've got more than enough to cover discussing the best gi joe of 2023 or really year in review because we're gonna try and mention just about everything uh you can check in the uh, check us out on the needless things youtube channel where we do our live streams again the next one is going to be on january the first put it on your calendar and speaking of the needless things youtube channel i just went live about four hours ago and reviewed four figures from the strike team alpha o-ring line of figures uh we talked a little bit about the kickstarter a couple years ago but i think the early stuff that we looked at uh wasn't super engaging to be honest but the final product is phenomenal so go to the needless things youtube channel uh that live video is archived so you can go and watch it now and we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, strike team alpha on that live stream on january 1st uh you can get some shirts support audible interlude show your support for audible interlude uh go to t public or audible interlude podcast on instagram check out our pinned stories to get links to our t-shirts Wait for a sale, and I think there's been a sale going the whole month of December, but wait for a sale. Get yourself an Audible Interlude t-shirt, the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel t-shirts will be live very, very soon, and I'll go ahead and say this right now, I will be giving away five Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel t-shirts, so Stay tuned to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram and to our live stream on the Needless Things YouTube channel to find out how you can get a free Audible Interlude t-shirt. All right. So as mentioned, we actually do have a little bit of news. Now, normally we won't do uh, a ton of news on these audio episodes, but we've got a few things that we got to discuss. Like I said, Strike Team Alpha arrived uh, on December the 26th. I went live, reviewed them. Delta 17 should be here on the 27th. So chances are, by the time you're hearing this, I have gone live and reviewed uh, four figures from the Delta 17 line. Uh, also available on the Needless Things YouTube channel. And guess what, guys? I got a little email from Big Bad Toy Store saying that Mutt and Junkyard are processing soon. 
which means within the next few days. Th that was the sound of our jaws hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm going to be canceling my Pulse pre-order and switching to Big Bad. Well, Pulse currently, if you got in on, because there are two different mutton junkyards on Pulse. If you ordered when they very first went up, your ship date should be January 4th. Yeah, that's what mine is set uh, says it's going to be. But if you just search for Mutton Junkyard outside of your order, it's April. Oh, no, so, I ordered when they first went up. So that means uh, the first run sold out, and they went into a second run and put that up at some point. Wow. Uh, that's so yeah, more January... running than Junkyard did in <laughs> Revenge of Cobra. <laughs> that's a fact. Well, he, he did a lot of running away. Running, yes. Um, and then I don't think there's anything else coming super soon. Oh no, I take that back. Uh, Night Force Tunnel Rat, uh, is still February. I have Wolf Spider and Shadow Tracker and my reviews are up on the Needless Things YouTube channel now. Or actually I take that back. Uh, I had to push Shadow Tracker back because my top 10 toys of 2023 had to go up on the 28th. And one of my top 10 toys hadn't been published yet. So that went up on the 27th. So I had to push Shadow Tracker back. And if you want to find out what those top 10 toys are, check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, let's see here. Do either one of you have the, the uh, leaked Super 7 O-ring listings in front of you? I've got them if you don't. Uh, I don't have them right in front of me, but, uh, I do remember sending them to you a couple days ago. So we don't, as I kind of laid out a, a week or two ago, we're, we're a little picky about what we share as far as leaks and rumors and innuendo and all that kind of stuff. But when multiple sources share a photo of target listings, I feel compelled to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so, Noel, have you got those pulled up? Uh, I do. Trying the the Twitter link is uh, or X link is not working apparently. Well, now. I've got the image in front of me. Okay, and the four that were discovered, uh, rooting through targets databases, I guess. However one does that, I certainly don't have the technical skills to pull anything like that off. Uh, I'm not Hacker Man. Uh, we have a G.I. Joe Snake Eyes comic O-ring action figure. A G.I. Joe Duke cartoon O-ring action figure. A G.I. Joe blonde cover girl O-ring action figure. And finally, this is very exciting because I believe... This name has come up amongst us. Well, I don't know that the name has ever come up. We've talked about the character. I, <laughs> right. I, his name is not exactly uh, right at the top of my call list. Uh, G.I. Joe Ramar O-ring action figure. Noel, do you want to tell us who Ramar is? So Ramar was the big uh, gladiator character from the very first miniseries. The, um, it was the Mass Device uh, miniseries. Um, he's very tall so he's battling duke and he's you know about seven feet you know tall at least uh on the cartoon and he's kind of got a, kind of a conan the barbarian thing and he's a he's a very big muscle muscle thick guy so um 
this one's going to be interesting that this is in the first wave, uh, theoretically, of O-ring figures because there's no way this figure gets released with the same proportions as the rest of these figures. Well, and Super 7 has in the past in their other lines been very good about making... Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go beyond saying very good. Super 7 has has been fastidiously making characters the correct size in relation to one another and often having them come in at the same price point their andre the giant ultimate figure is correctly proportioned to their other wrestling ultimates figures uh Mm -hmm. their reaction andre is much larger uh yeah, with the Transformers, they did the Devastator and the Unicron right. that were right. on this, I mean, they're on, even on bigger cards, especially the Unicron, but it was still the same price point. So uh, I fully expect this to be a very big figure. And the other thing, my other takeaway from these listings is if they're already in Target system and named, I don't think we're going to be waiting till fall of 2024 to see them. If they're in there now, I'm. I want to say by May. Well, we, you know, we know that this is not new. Um, this pursuit to create O-ring figures. So right. I've got a feeling they were working on these a long time ago. Well, Brian Flynn said in uh, whatever interview it was that they had basically been working on these since they got the Joe license and we're just waiting for Hasbro to finally say, yes, go ahead, do your O-rings. Uh, so th- this is all very exciting. Uh, I can't wait to see what these look like. I can't wait to see them in Target. I I hope that I one day I walk into Target and they're just there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is the best. Yep. Speaking well, of Target, be, they, they said they was, these were going to be at like all retailers that the current reaction figures are at. Right. And we know those are also right. now at Walmart. Um, and we see those at a lot of other specialty shops as well. So um, even though this is Target's listing, I don't think these are necessarily Target exclusives. I oh, think no, no, no. I don't think they are at all. In other places as well. I, I fully expect them at least to be at Big Bad and, and Entertainment Earth and, and all of those places. But yeah, I think they'll be definitely outside of Target. It's just that this happened to be a Target listing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of Target, I still have not seen that that new Baroness reaction figure at any of my targets. I have not been seeing reaction figures hardly at all at Target. I haven't either. Uh-huh. I've seen the older waves at Walmart. Yeah, same same. Oh, here. I haven't seen any at Walmart. Yeah, Walmart's got them. I've, I've been finding them at Walmart, both in the regular toy <laughs> aisle and in the specialty toy aisle. I haven't seen them in the regular toy aisle yet, but definitely every time I go to a specialty toy aisle, they've got uh, usually the Ultimate Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a reaction Cobra Commander and like one other. And I can't remember what the other one. It's always the same one. It's really weird. I've not actually seen any Ultimates. I have seen a lot of the reactions, the the Snake Eyes, the um, Cobra Commander. Oh, that you're right. Snake Eyes is the other one that I've seen. Yeah, Snake Eyes yeah. and Cobra Commander like every time. It's weird. I've only seen the Ultimates at Walmart. And I'm seeing other reaction lines at Target. I'm I just haven't yes. seen the Joe ones. Yeah, that, yeah. Target's still got plenty of reaction figures. Some way more than others, but uh, they they all have a selection. And they, but like the last time I went into a Target, which was within the last week, that's the most GI Joe classified product I have seen on the shelf in 
ages. They had mm-hmm. six individual figures in stock with like about you know four or five of each one of the each one of them. They had that whole wave with um um the all the 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 Tiger Force and the Python Patrol stuff that's out currently. Um, they also had the Dusty for essentially half price. So finally, they're they're clearancing that one. Well, um, they also on the shelf they had Hawk, yep, Buzzer, and Shockwave yep, for yep. only twelve fifty. And I on Christmas they had them whatever day I went there on Christmas Eve. They still had a ton of G.I. Joe classified figures, but every single one that was on sale was completely sold out. And it goes back to what we were talking about on our last episode. I hope that people getting these, I I hope it wasn't toy weasels. I hope that these were getting in the hands of people going, Oh, $12 for this G.I. Joe figure. And now they're hooked. And they were popping up on target's website too. Um, Firefly V2 and um, uh, Helix were both popping up for 12. Well, I think Helix was nine ninety nine, and oh, wow. yeah, uh, Firefly was popping up for twelve fifty. Um, and I wound up picking up the uh, Tiger Force Flint because he was also nine ninety nine on the on the site. He's a good figure. He just is. He, I know he's nobody's preferred Flint, but it's a good figure. It's hard for me to pass on a classified figure for. Uh, for ten dollars or less, right. which is why it's hilarious that I've walked into Ollie's and wa- and and just walked right past that wall of movie figures and not touched any of them. Well, they don't <laughs> look. Look, I think those movie figures are very good figures, but at the end of the day, they do not fit in with the rest of classified. Mine are bagged and in a tote. Mm-hmm. That, I, I mean, think they're, they're, they're figure because I like that character design, but it just doesn't fit with the rest of my stuff. No. It doesn't. It doesn't fit in. So it's all. I think the Scarlet movie head popped onto the Steel Brigade female body. Looks okay. Oh, actually, yeah. I take that back. I do have the movie Scarlet up there with my beginnings of the original 13 Joes. Yeah, I picked up the movie Scarlet a year and a half ago when it was selling for $7.99 on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've still got the one i i keep meaning to mail this out maybe this will be <laughs> maybe this will be a part of a special introductory uh care package for what we're going to launch on january 1st something that nobody wants that that was that was a terrible attempt at appealing to the audible <laughs> army uh okay <laughs> so anyway uh no well you know noel i asked you about these super 7 o-ring listings and i gotta go right back to you because this next rumor or innuendo or whatever <laughs> uh is right up your alley yes so tell us everything that we know about this well we know that also with uh list item listings uh we've also unearthed something we've speculated on quite a bit a transformers uh xgi joe uh, mobat optimus prime with a general hawk so we we obviously got the Megatron, the Bumblebee, and now we got the Sound the Soundwave. But we kind of knew that they could not do this line without doing an Optimus, and we've speculated on which vehicle it would be. Um, I've always thought the Mobat probably makes the most sense, just because it's a 
solid vehicle. It's very blocky. It's iconic. Um, getting Optimus Prime's colors on there are going to be a little tricky, but you know we've seen yellow, <laughs> a yellow Bumblebee be a green Allstriker already. So. Yeah, I mean they'll yeah. do the same thing where the the outer shell is that olive drab, and then robot mode, he's got his red and blue, you know, that's hidden underneath. I'm I'm sure they'll be able to pull that off. As attached as I was to my idea of Optimus as the APC, obviously this really makes more sense. Yeah, I mean you can get you get a bigger figure out of it. Um, the you know what, what do you do with all that kibble on the APC? Is, is Optimus going to wear a cape? It's a transformer. <laughs> I mean, there's kibble. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's just got the the whole canopy. Yeah, <laughs> on his back. Oh, I loved a concept I saw on his tank the other day. Um, and I'll put this over again because we haven't done it directly in a while. His tank.com. Uh, I love it. I love interacting there. I love seeing people's thoughts and ideas about GI Joe. It's obviously a great source of news, but it's also just a great source of GI Joe conversation. I think if you're a GI Joe fan, you owe it to yourself to check out histank.com uh i said the other day it's probably been two weeks now since i saw the post somebody suggested that if there were a classified apc shouldn't the cover be soft goods and it should because it's canvas yeah i love that idea so much um i don't think we'll see a classified apc but i do love the idea And I wonder if it's out there on Etsy or something, if somebody has made like a replacement canvas cover for Mm. the APC, I would love to see that. I think that could be really cool. You, you know, you'd have to have a support for the turret at the front, but I, I'd I'd be interested to check that out. Or if somebody maybe tried to like upgrade it to a, a modern era style type thing. I don't know there. I I just love that idea because it is, that's, that is meant to be canvas. Just yeah. like the, you know, when, when you give us the classified bivouac, is that, <laughs> is that going to be soft goods? <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I mean, they're doing soft goods for the poncho, for the action soldier. True. Yeah. I don't know. Just interesting things to think about the materials of G.I. Joe. Uh, so the Mobat, did we, did we talk about who it's allegedly including? Uh, General Hawk. General Hawk, did wasn't nobody else was mentioned? I uh, don't believe. Uh, yeah, I think it's just Hawk is the only one okay. that's mentioned for it. Um, Which is surprising. Yeah, I, I gotta one, think. I but... gotta think it'll still be two. Well, they, they've uh, only done the two with the with the sound wave. That's the only one they've done that with. Yeah, but going forward, well, here I and I don't even know how excited I am about these O rings anymore because I, as I said, the the Zartan and Zorana let me down. Yeah, I feel like they're subpar compared to the other more recent Hasbro O-rings, which, to be honest, were not all par in the first place. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know, especially after getting my hands on these Strike Force Alpha figures. Holy cow, O-rings from Hasbro should be way better than what <laughs> Hasbro has been doing. Uh, and I do expect excellent stuff from Super 7. Uh, also in the news, the art of GI Joe is now shipping. Uh, no, I think you and I both got our shipping notices today. Yep. Might be here before the end of the year. 
Yeah. Nice. Actually, you know what? I didn't even let me see. I think I've got a tracking number. Let's see what we got. I don't know if it's USPS or something else. Um, uh, it is USPS, USPS Media Mail. Media so. Mail. Uh, the the label has been printed. Yes, mine is in Trenton, New Jersey. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. The acceptance of your package is pending. So the shipment received. Yep. What does that mean? Shipment received, package acceptance pending. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, could be here before the end of the year. Media um, mail is, you know, one of the slowest ways to get there, but I it's know. Also cheapest. So, uh, but at least it's on the East Coast. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get it very well by the end of the week. Yeah, we'll uh, maybe we'll be talking about it and showing some pictures on our next live stream on January first. We'll see. This is the last episode of Audible Interlude for 2023, so we've got to take a look back at the year that was so much G.I. Joe. We could probably spend the next hour just talking about Classified, but we've got so much more than just Classified to discuss. Uh, but I think uh, you guys, do you guys agree we kind of need to start with Classified? Mm-hmm. It was, it was the bulk. Obviously, that is the big unstoppable juggernaut of G.I. Joe at this point. Uh, it has, in my opinion, well, I, I, I don't think it's even debatable. It, it's what has brought G.I. Joe back to life, the classified line. 100. Uh, now, granted, Operation Blackout was the seed of that line, and you cannot deny that. It is a fact but uh, the classified line and its ability to adapt and evolve uh, is, is what has kept G.I. Joe vital for the past three years. Who, like, I remember when classified started, I bought that double zero snake eyes because I was like, well, who knows how many of these things we're going to get. 118 <laughs> figures later. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to run down here's how i did this because you it's not like you can go back and look at an archive of when figures came out or, or if you can i don't know where it's located well, that's the tricky part because i did find the a post in or an article in his tank from january 2023 that listed okay here's what we know and i'm looking at some of these figures going wait a minute that was that was this year because there were still a few things that had some wonky shipping so right. there was stuff that i started to put on my list that then as i was double checking actually came out at the end of last year but there was stuff for the end of last year that didn't make it until this year so yeah well here's as usual Here's the resource that I used, and I highly recommend everybody go like, subscribe, and share. If you go to the Needless Things YouTube channel, uh, you can search for Classified and find every review that I did in 2023, which is almost every G.I. Joe Classified release from 2023. I think the only thing that's not on here is desert snake eyes because i think the blue ninjas were last year right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I think the only thing that I did not buy this year was Desert Snake Eyes. Uh, I was and I will compile this by looking in my pulse pre-orders to see when I actually placed orders for things. Oh wow! Well, this is I went by when I posted reviews, which are almost every single time within a week of when I received the figure. Uh, so the first review up this year was Tiger Force Duke and the Ram. Uh, and that was in January. I still really like this release. It's big, so it's at the back of my Tiger Force shelf, but I think it's a solid release. Did either one of you ever end up picking this thing up? No. Okay. I did not, but still on the lookout for one for 10 bucks at Ross. Right. <laughs> uh, also in January, Tiger Force Bazooka, uh, which I love. This this instance, I do still prefer the regular bazooka, which we'll get to. But this is a great figure. I skipped this one because I only wanted the original bazooka. Which is totally understandable and good for you for Same. having willpower. Yeah, I, I skipped all of the Tiger Force um, knowing that uh, you know, I, I was going to wait for the regular releases, but I've now picked up a couple of the Tiger Forces after the fact, just because I found them super cheap. Because they've all gone on clearance, of course. Right. Well, not all of them. I haven't. If I haven't seen Bazooka, I haven't seen Rakondo on clearance. Oh wow! See, I, I feel like I might have seen Bazooka and Rakondo for like twelve bucks on Amazon. Ah, uh, which is a weird thing to happen, but it has been happening. Uh, Python Patrol Officer Version One. Uh, which is great, but weirdly, I prefer version two, like just as a figure, I, whether or not they're officer or trooper, I don't really care, but just as a figure, I think I like that version two more. Well, I, I've never cared for the deco on the, on the, the Python patrol trooper that was called an officer. <laughs> it's all confusing, but the one that's it's not very confusing, the one whose, whose uniform is not almost all black. I that's the one I don't care for. I'm the lone man out. I really liked that figure. I thought I was only going to get one because he was going to be the officer and I ended up with 3. I wow, really. So I know and I know we've discussed this already, but in your in your your own personal shelf canon to me version one of the officer is the officer and the version two of the officer is the trooper to me well then the original figures that's what they were molded after right but they were reversed name wise so the whole thing is confusing it's yeah very I, confusing. I feel like version two looks more um armor plating protection so he is my officer. Okay. The okay. other ones, it looked more like just regular Python patrol, like uniform. So they are troopers. Okay. Uh, then Tiger Force for Kondo, also in January. And like just first glance, I prefer this Rakondo as a figure on my shelf. But I have to have that retro Rakondo. I yeah. I really like it. retro Rac uh, Tiger Force Rakondo <laughs> was the one 
Tiger Force figure that when I look at them uh, outside of um, Outback, because his look is so completely different, but yeah, Rakondo, Rakondo's, it makes sense. Like, it doesn't look like something outrageous. And I don't mean outrageous yeah. in, a, like, colors and design and all that. Like, the green, the stripes on the pants... I could see him going out into a jungle. Tiger Force Rakondo looks like regular Rakondo could have looked like that. Yeah. There's nothing particularly wild about him. Like he looks like he could have just been a Joe figure. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the start post Flint. He was the start of this new wave of the facial sculpts just having so much personality yeah yeah he was he was one of the first ones where it was really uh cinematic almost yeah uh all right well we skip february entirely it looks like and move on to the crimson bat in march did either of you bother with this guy Mm -mm. nope I can't say I blame you. Look, I got two because I really, for whatever reason, I have gotten really stuck on this whole Crimson Army um, to the point where I've got four Crimson Alley Vipers now. I ordered another Crimson uh, Viper because they were on clearance on Walmart. And if for 12 bucks, if it's a figure you like, you like, how do you not get it? And I have, I desperately hope we get an actual Crimson Alley uh, Techno Viper. Because I have a plan. <laughs> uh, so the Crimson Bat, I really dug it. It's not like that That original bat is still my favorite and probably always will be my favorite of the classified bats. Uh, unless they do a retro that has some form of the lenticular chest piece or at least a clear covering. Uh, but I dig it. It's fine. Uh, and then in April... We get Mad Marauders Barbecue. I know both of you love that one. A big oh, hit. Soul Mad Marauder. Sergeant Slaughter could only round up one guy to be in his posse this year. Well, that's he's so mad because there's, he's, he's so lonely. You know, I'll give him credit. If you're going to go for it, you go big. And they chose the worst looking one. And according to you, it translated into classified beautifully. I have to wonder if they're just holding back other ones just if they want an exclusive later on down the line because you've got Spirit, you've got Mutt coming out. Um, so you've got some of the figures that you can just repaint. Was it an... Falcon? Was Falcon a... Or was that just modern? Because I've got a Marauder's yeah. Falcon, but it's a modern one. Yeah, it may, that may have just been a modern one. But Okay. But yeah, still, I mean, they can they can turn those out later on for quick, and people will right. buy them. Right, absolutely. Make them your next Walmart exclusive. Uh, and we're headed into some shaky territory here in April because next up we have Cover Girl, very divisive. Uh, I still don't hate the portrait, although I do acknowledge it could have been better, and it does. You know, classified is really unique. Because if you're looking at Marvel Legends, you have all of these portraits. Well, when you're looking at the comic-based figures, all of these portraits that match up and look like 
comic book figures. And then when you look at the MCU stuff, you have those photorealistic portraits that's some of which are like creepily realistic. Uh, then Star Wars Black Series, you've got more of the sort of photorealistic screen accurate portraits. With Classified, I feel like you've got everything from comic booky to photorealistic. And it's this, it's almost jarring if you put the most comic booky, which perhaps would be Cover Girl, next to the most photorealistic, which may be like Ripper or Scrap Iron, like one of those that have a really intricate, hyper real portrait. And they don't go, mm-hmm. they don't match. But you've got, if you put them side by side, But if you put all of classified together and you have that gradual shift from from almost grotesquely caricaturized to photo real, then it all works. Have you guys thought about this as as ridiculously obsessively as I have? (laughs) Not quite that obsessively, um, because I did end up buying a second cover girl. Um, I think she was like on sale or something and because I wanted to see I to me what's wrong with covergirl is it looks like a man did her makeup <laughs> and I have seen that on some of the movie versions of the MCU figures you know it, in the second cover girl I got had the exact same problem that they I think they just did things that they thought a supermodel would do, and it doesn't translate. Like the orig- the Baroness figure, you know, she's prettier than Cover Girl, but less was more. So you think the issue isn't the the sculpt, but is the the deco on top, of right? It? Yeah. Okay. Like it, you, I mean, it's almost. Oh gosh, I hate saying this. It's like one of my cover girls. It's almost cartoonish. The the peak that is on her cheeks, and it's not like, like you know, streaks like how women would wear it. It's like these two big round circles <laughs> of pink on her cheeks. Her lip color is way too dark. I just feel like they did. Remember the original Toy Biz Rogue that Toy Biz thought, oh, let's put eyeliner on yeah, her. Uh, yes, and it yes. made her look like a goth child. Right. I feel like that's what ended up happening with CoverGirl. You, instead of working with the portrait that you had, you just slapped makeup on. And all it did was show off all the flaws of that portrait. Okay. That makes sense. And her hip. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Like that and, well, and this is where in the classified line we start to run into these real production errors that aren't about the design of the figure, but are, are about the execution of the factory. Um. And, and speaking of which, uh, also in April, we get Outback, who overall 
is very, very good, but has issues that Tiger Force Outback did not have in that his elbows don't match the plastic of his arms. Uh, same thing with the knees. Now, you guys both grabbed this Outback, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Christian. So, Christian, you were good with Tiger Force Outback? Yeah, nothing will. Which, which I'm like, he's one of my top five figures in the entire line. Exactly. So I, totally I, I had a, planned to get the original Outback, but I love that Tiger Force one so much that. Mm-mm. I did. I, I picked up this Outback, the original Outback first. I only just now got the classified um, or the, the Tiger Force one because once again, finding things cheap on the Internet. Right. Um, and I said, I know that there, there's, the, there's the QC issues with the, the skin tone and his elbows and a couple of other, other things. Like, I'm not bothered by him as much as I think a lot of other people were, but he was also my first version of the figure. But he's one of those that just kind of was just a little bit, I don't want to say underwhelming, but just, I was just whelmed by the figure. It's like, <laughs> I, I took him out of his package, posed him a little bit. I put him on the shelf and I just never touched him again, you know? Yeah. He look, I I think design wise, I think he's great. It's just again that execution at the factory is, is was a problem. Uh and we're gonna continue on with that theme. Uh our final April release, Falcon. <laughs> what about Possibly. Dick Tracy? <laughs> Possibly <laughs> uh the biggest disaster of classified thus far. I don't I haven't encountered anybody who can excuse this figure. It's horrible portrait. It's dull, uh, washed out camouflage with not enough contrast. Um, I would say I'm fairly comfortable saying the worst figure in the line so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to May and slightly... Uh, not even slightly, massively happier uh, times. Retro Storm Shadow, the Walmart exclusive, which, by the way, I have still never seen in a store. May to December, I have never seen this in a Walmart. Uh, I did receive mine from Walmart, uh, and presumably I would have from Pulse if I didn't cancel. Uh, It's fine. I'm still annoyed that the sleeves are ripped up. That's dumb to me, but other than that, it's a great Storm Shadow figure. I like the other one, you know, just just well enough to where I mean, this one wasn't different enough, and it didn't do anything. The other one did not do for me, so I skipped it. But yeah, I've never seen it in the store either. Even though they're still shipping lots of those retro figures to Walmart from previous waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a Walmart that that uh, was out of Lady J. Gung-ho, uh, Destro. Gung, yeah, Gung-ho is now showing up in bulk at yep. all of the Walmarts that I go to. Uh, so maybe a year from now, I'll see <laughs> Storm Shadow, Zartan, the Crimson Guard, and uh, Snake Eyes. Or maybe not. Uh, speaking of Zartan, Retro Zartan also came out in May and is my favorite classified Zartan. I love the colors on this one. I love the green eyes. I love the way the blue on the armor pops. Uh, as much as I dig the the a lot of things about the Master of Disguise Zartan, this is 
this is what I want classified Zartan to look like. I like this one a lot. Did either of you guys grab this one? I had sworn I had pre-ordered it from Walmart and it just never showed up. So I was like, I guess I just forgot to order it. <laughs> yeah, I I did not order it. But I have a feeling that if by some miracle I do ever see one on the shelf, I will grab it. See, I feel like this would be your favorite classified Zartan for sure. Uh, and then we also got in May Rock and Roll, who came just in time to renew our faith in classified. Uh, we are not yet going to discuss our top five classified figures of 2023. But he may have made my list. <laughs> after he was definitely the 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 surprise because he was the one yes. that I, I I initially didn't even pre-order him. That when that wave went up, I had not yet watched the video, and I skipped him because I was not crazy about the color scheme and I wanted a figure that looked more. I was like, I'll wait for a retro figure, maybe. Right, right. Um, as soon as I went back and watched the video and I saw them posing with this figure, I was like, Oh, he looks so good! I gotta order him. And so I did. I added him on, and he turned out to be a great figure. And then he shows up, and he's even better yeah. than you thought yeah. he was going to be from that video. Uh, I, yeah, my excitement level, when they first showed that render, which, by the way, I think something, and I'll be interested to know if you guys agree with this, I feel like something we really learned in 2023 is don't judge by the render. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, not the, not from any toy line. Well, yeah, not from any toy line. But even because for a while from classified, it it seemed that the renders were pretty decent representations of what we were going to get. But that does not seem to be really the case anymore. Uh, the renders are almost almost always more cartoony, um, and and just aren't the best representations of the finished product for better or for worse sometimes. But in this instance, uh. This rock and roll was was far better than I think anybody expected. Uh, so we skip over June entirely, and then in July we get Retro Snake Eyes. Uh, I think you both skipped this one. Mm -hmm. I got it because I'm a big sucker, and we all know that. But it's it's my favorite classified Snake Eyes uh, until we get a faithful version two which we have not gotten yet because until I get a snake eyes wearing tights and not cargo pants, we do not have a correct version to snake eyes. Uh, but this retro snake eyes is just, it, it's fantastic. It is a modern upsize upgrade of the original snake eyes figure. And it's awesome. I absolutely loved it. Uh, also in July, here we go, regular old bazooka. Once I had him in hand, uh, I really did fully because when I first got Tiger Force Bazooka, I was like, "Man, this one looks really good. The colors are nice. The sculpt, the portrait's incredible. I really, really like this one." But then once you get that original bazooka in hand, you realize, like, "Oh, th this this is the bazooka I needed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just. He's one that there's something about that figure. He he just feels like he's he's such a high quality figure. The he's got a lot of weight to him, obviously, because he's a little bit bigger. But just like the 
the sturdiness of the plastic in his torso and everything just feels like an improvement over the last wave that we had gotten. Yeah, and even though we had already gotten all the accessories with the Tiger Force version, it still felt like a great loadout. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just felt like what you'd been waiting for. So yeah, this the, he was a big success. Uh, and then also in July, <laughs> I have a feeling this fellow might have made Christian's top five. Uh, shipwreck. How do you feel about this shipwreck? You know, months later, now that you've had time <clears throat> to properly digest. Yeah, I, I still really love him. I have seen people complain about his portrait and the way they did his mouth. Um, but I, I think everything works on him. The only thing I'm disappointed with is Polly. Yeah. I yeah. under yeah. I I try to understand why they did it um but compared to all the other classified figures he has a hole in his wrist. Yeah, yeah. if you don't have Polly on there and I I you know I really like I got two of them so that I could display one with the extra hair piece um I just wonder, could we have saved, you know, some money doing that hair piece and have maybe done something a little more with Polly instead? Yeah, we we did not need Shipwreck to have uh, a removable Dixie cup. I don't think. I don't think it was necessary. Um, but just after seeing how well they did uh, Freedom with Spirit... To just have Polly yeah. be this kind of afterthought. And I know now there's a new designation that's come out since all this with with pets. And Polly's not a big enough accessory to, I think, count as a pet figure. So he's not going to be like, you know, Mutton Junkyard. Um, but still, I think something, even just like a pair of removable wings. Right. Could, yeah. Like, yeah. Something, Just something to give him a little bit more character. Him it's- or it's very weird to me that they didn't realize a flying Polly was a thing that should be. Yeah. Especially considering they knew how popular of a character shipwreck was. They waited right you know, three years to give him to us in the line, which seemed, it still seems mind boggling to me that that's one of the, that wasn't one of the first figures they tried to put out. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm glad they did him because I would hate to see an Operation Blackout <laughs> shipwreck. Oh, well, I, I would, think. Oh, I would love to see it. I, I, want I think that to they know. could have done an Operation Blackout that was more like his Navy SEAL style. Yeah, he would have had the sweater and the. Yeah. The no, he would have had like Rob Liefeld shoulder pads. No, stop. instead of rope, it would. No, have been he like, would have. He would have been like Spy Troops shipwreck. He would have oh, had all yeah. the armor, but not the helmet. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, okay, uh, moving on. Copperhead, Copperhead, almost perfect. I wish his colors were a little brighter, but at the same time, at this point in the line, and it's weird to say about something that was only five months ago, but at this point in the line, I don't think doing brighter colors like that would have flown in the main line. Hmm. Mm. So I'll tell you right now, if they do a retro copperhead with brighter colors, I will absolutely buy it. I was just still 
go I ahead, was, Noel. I was gonna say I, I I'm just still kind of nonplussed that they released Copperhead as a regular figure in the line because that popped the bubble for me thinking they might do a water moccasin. So I this is this is a Dave thing. This is my own headcanon. Copperhead was always uh a featured guy for me. He wasn't just another driver, even among face drivers, like that weren't legions, mm. even among face drivers, Copperhead was like a main guy. And it was mainly because of his color scheme. I just loved those colors. Yeah. Uh, so to me, for them to release him as an individual figure was not really a weird thing, but I realized that that is just to me and that to think that we're not going to get a classified or well, I don't think we're absolutely not going to get a classified water moccasin. I don't think it's off the table, but it is weird that they went ahead and did Copperhead. You would think wild weasel maybe. Well, and that's why I still hold out hope that the next classified um, Haslab might be a Rattler. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. You don't. But you're gonna you buy it. I'll buy it, but I don't want it. Um, I still but, and we talked. I think we talked about this last week. I do think that the that the uh, water moccasin could come in around the vamp price. Yeah, but Copperhead for me started a trend of um his his gun holster on his back when you put the gun in i can't get the holster i i can't get that strap to stay because it doesn't line up there's a part of the gun and i've noticed that a little little more frequently yeah now with classified figures and i would rather not have that just leave the strap off it's awful Mm. i i went off on something of a rant uh, when I reviewed the one of the Indiana Jones figures about this doesn't work, this never works. If you are a toy designer, engineer, whatever, and you design this, you're an idiot who has clearly never looked at a toy in your life because these never work. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. And I feel that way. Just leave the straps off. They're stupid and they yes, don't work. We prefer strapless here that's right interlude that's right give give us a push-up holster (laughs) um uh all right and then we move on to another water-based operative torpedo also in july was a big month uh torpedo aside from his whack harpoon gun is pretty great yep i would have preferred I, I would have. It would have been nice to, for him to have had an alternate head. I think, um, so that he didn't have you know the 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 wetsuit on around you know and just just the face showing the whole time. I, I look. I wouldn't be against a completely unmasked head, but at the same time, uh, I, I hold out hope for perhaps a land-based seal torpedo 
I think there were enough appearances of him like that to establish it. Well, but I think also, you know showed him, they showed him a lot, you know, in the in the cartoon where he's just out of that yeah uniform. And I'd like to see maybe that's something that Super Seven might look into. But but also you have to remember, Torpedo was defending Fort Knox, flippers and all, <laughs> on land. Yes, in the comics. Uh, and which, by the way, anytime somebody brings up how gritty and serious the 80s Joe comics were, I'll just share that panel of <laughs> Torpedo in his full wetsuit gear defending Fort Knox. And you can just have a little salt to go on the words you're eating, pal. Uh, also in July, Noel, why don't you talk a little bit about Scrap Iron? Ah, uh, so yeah, um, we got Scrap Iron, who was a, um, I forget what the, is, is he considered a pet qual- classification or is he a Yeah, lot? he was, he was a with pet price with, point. With pet price point. So, uh, but I mean, still an incredible value because that rocket launcher is tremendous. Um, I mean, both from a, a, a literal and a figurative sense. It's just an amazing accessory. It's a it's a perfect upgrade to what we got back in 1984. Um, the figure itself is probably my favorite. I don't want to get into our top fives yet, but it's probably <laughs> my favorite individual figure that came out this year. It's just it's such a beautifully sculpted figure. The the removable helmet is is tremendous. You get that you know that that really really great scarring. Um, the colors are perfect. I mean, he's just, he's everything that I ever wanted in a, in a scrap iron classified figure. So I cannot complain at all. I mean, he actually came with too much stuff. Like I don't need all those extra blast accessories, but even without those, I still think he's worth the price that you paid for him. And I think that he is the Cobra in the line that helmeted or unhelmeted his face has so much personality even the bottom of his his jaw he is mm-hmm. cinematic yeah the absolutely fantastic figure in the drone uh you know i don't need the treads to move just the fact that they're rubber yeah you know just the fact that they're a different material that they they use the mixed media on that is fantastic and as, as soon as i saw them i said they got to make pack rats. Oh my gosh. I'm still waiting for pack rats. <laughs> Let me live my chopping mall dreams. <laughs> uh, finally rounding out July, we get the Arctic bat, which is awesome. It's great. It's a great bat variant. It's more than just a repaint because it actually came with different pieces. Although, uh, you know, the backpack kind of doesn't make sense with this one, but it's a striking different bat did you guys bite on this one? Oh yeah i did not and he sticks out on the shelf like yes as far as bats go he is my favorite one i just wish it at the time that it had been easier to get them yeah yeah and they never came back around really no and we thought they would right because Arctic Storm Shadow had mm-hmm. a couple of times. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, all right, moving on to August, we get the Python Patrol Crimson Guard, which is a figure that I didn't know I was going to love. But once I swapped out... Oh, you know what I forgot on this? 
No, because Kamakura was 2022. I just had his head sitting around for that long. So I mm. popped the <laughs> Kamakura head onto my Python Patrol Crimson Guard, and I love it as a singular character. Uh, but overall, I mean, this is a shelf standout. The colors are just great on this one. It's, as hideous as it is, it is awesome. That's it. He is my uh, Slaughter's Marauders barbecue because the three, oh, no. three quarter. No, I mean, oh, you like mean in a good, good way. way. Okay, okay. The three and three quarter, that yellow is so garish. Right. I look at it and I'm just like, ah. And I, I felt the same way when I saw the render the box online as soon as i got that figure in my hand i was like oh this actually works and i have two of them huh nice yeah it's i mean it's a striking figure uh also in august and and you want to talk about a roller coaster ride of a figure review the Cobra Eel. <laughs> One of the... I mean, I, I was very disappointed with this figure. How did you guys feel about this one? Did not meet my expectations. I'm... To quote Noel, I was whelmed. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't disappointed but I think I wasn't disappointed because as soon as you had messaged us when you got yours um I knew that all of the 3D printer companies are going to be making packs to to give us the G1 stuff that he needed but to, to have to pay but extra. you shouldn't have to do that right yeah um and that's what i'll say is i did my review i was so disappointed because as a kid the things that i loved about that eel are the things that they left out of the classified version that unique spear gun um the jetpack backpack thing uh but I can only think that they they already had plans for a retro. I, I think so. Didn't we'll, they do now? We'll, because well no, we'll one. we'll get to that. He's another <laughs> one that sold out in right. the blink of an eye, it and I thought, yep, in... they're gonna go back and they'll do another run like Serpentor and Mindbender and Crickets. Um not only did it sell out, but I, I had ordered two and I was so disappointed in it that I did a giveaway and we got one of the biggest social media responses we've yeah. gotten for anything. Uh, people showing up. I think we gave it away during a live stream and we actually mm -hmm. had like a big response. People showing up wanting that eel. Uh, but I did order a I think it was only 10 bucks for the backpack and the spear gun from Mark II Designs. Everybody go check out Mark II Design on Instagram. Uh, they do great stuff. I actually got my bat chest plates from them as well. Uh, 
and it made all the difference in the world. Now I'm now I'm very happy with the eel, and yet I'm not happy with it because I had to spend ten dollars extra plus shipping, I guess, uh, to make it look like I thought it should look. And that brings us already to September, and these September releases do not feel like they're from three months ago. Uh, first up, the Valkyries that I think got much more of a mixed response than I was expecting. Now, did you guys both pick up a couple of Valkyries? Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah. But I, I mean, I really liked the pack. I wasn't crazy about the tan weapons. The tan weapons are terrible. Yep. Um, but I think the figures themselves are great. I like the customization, like the way you can customize them. I considered, you know, picking up a second, but uh, yeah, no, I, I said I, I like the figures just fine. I was trying to minimize the number of tan weapons by yeah. spreading out some of the black weapons, but there's just not enough to go around. Well, and if if you go back, if you've got a box of extra classified weapons and accessories like I do, there is enough to get rid of those tan weapons entirely. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mind the tan web gear at all. That's fine. No, no. Because it, I love tan a, web gear. Yeah, there's a precedent for that. That makes sense. But the tan weapons were just an awful decision. Uh, but I, I this is a good Troop Builder 2-pack. I didn't end up buying more than one. Uh, but I'm glad I've got it. Yeah, I bought, I bought two. So I've got the four troopers both said. I, I, I kind of wish I'd bought more. I just bought the one. One to cook, one to clean. Pair of drones. <laughs> I'm kidding, listeners. Oh, that's kidding. right. That's I'm right. Kidding. Because Cobra would never let females on the battlefield, would they? Never. Ridiculous. <laughs> never. What an absurd proposition. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I could go on, but I won't. Instead, we'll move on to the Trouble Bubble and Televiper. Yes. Uh, one of the highlights of 2023, I think. Mm hmm Oh yeah. I mean, it's great. I don't I don't have anything more to say about it. It's great. I'm I am uh, we we talked in the past the the uh dog bones for the missiles, you, you basically have to glue them on because why wouldn't you? Uh the, but overall, the, the chin gun gets stressed very, very easily on that ball. Oh, dude, check this out. So my son got a trouble bubble for Christmas. And his, in the box, the chin gun was already attached and it had a second chin gun. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Double chin gun. What, is what does it what mean? Does it mean? <laughs> Um, but the tabs on his, the canopy tabs, you know how none of them quite latch in like they're supposed to, his are even more off than mine are hmm. like his, the right side of his canopy doesn't punch in at all. It's, it's bad. We'll get um, there. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, also in September, another, another one that I didn't totally love but i accepted and that's the snow serpent how do you guys <laughs> feel about your snow serpents i'll find out when i get my retro one uh ah. at some point in the future because i canceled mine 
That's right. That's right. I forgot that. Again, I'll be the lone man out. I really liked it. Mine didn't have the same discoloration problems that yours did, Dave. Um, I I only bought the one knowing that we'll be getting a retro. Um, right, right. Because I see this one as an officer. He's displayed with the the wolf gear because Full I think that makes him look incredible. Um, and you know, I the whole snowboard thing. Uh, I remember kind of cracking jokes about it whenever he was announced, and uh, somebody reminded me when he came out that there was a version late, late, later in the line that came with a snowboard. So go fig. But I, it's not an accessory I'm ever going to use with well, him. And, and that's really kind of my issue with the figure is that in order to make it look like I wanted it to look, I had to pull off almost all of the extra accessories and strip it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, you didn't look, need to be a deluxe figure. No, but they did. And it's look, it's, it is a good figure. And as often as I talk about things being toyetic, it's an incredibly toyetic figure, but it just didn't, uh, it didn't hit my classified sweet spot. And I'm looking forward to the retro release, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, Snow Job, on the other hand, another highlight of Classified, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, That's and a case, how you do a deluxe. Right. A case of more being more. Right. This, with the Snow Serpent, less would have been more. But with yeah. Snow Job, more was more. And it worked. And he's incredible. And he still is not. Or actually, no, I finally put him up on my Classified shelf. He spent months on my workbench because I couldn't stop messing around with him, switching the heads, switching the parts. Like he's so good. Mm-hmm. And he carries his whole loadout and he still balances really well with it all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also in September, something that represented a bit of a teetering point for me where I became really fed up with the extra little straps and holsters and neckerchiefs and like all this extra loose stuff that flops around on the figures when you're trying to pose them and load them up and everything else. Uh, Tunnel Rat, who has just all these loose pieces on him that every time you touch the figure, something moves out of place or flops around. Or uh, I found this figure to be really frustrating. This was one of those, uh, along with Outback, that I really wanted to love. I love the original figure, but it wound up going onto my shelf and just whelming me. Well, you put yeah. it on your shelf and never touch it again because every time you touch yeah. it, you move his <laughs> stupid web gear out of place. Um, yeah, I love how he looks. Right. I mean, it, 
yes. When if you're not touching him, you're like, oh, that is such a perfect figure. But the the moment, like, just stop falling off of his shoulders. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it's, it's it's frustrating. It it just is. And and again, yeah, I wanted to love this figure. And I think the conclusion that we came to a couple months later, uh, which we'll we'll get to, but that loose stuff, that web gear, those shoulder holsters, that sort of thing needs to be made out of a softer plastic and it needs to be made too small for the figure so that it's snug and it stays in place. You mm-hmm. cannot make it out of a rigid plastic and you cannot make it too big for the figure uh, because then it flops around and it's just a nuisance. Uh, speaking of nuisances and disappointment, Firefly. <laughs> possibly the most disappointing line in the uh, figure in the line so far because uh i never said the original firefly the cobra island version was a bad figure but it was not what i wanted firefly to be this also was not what i wanted firefly to be because i don't want firefly to have a one inch gap between his waist and his abdomen <laughs> uh Man, just more factory issues because the design of this figure is almost perfection. He's one that I still haven't opened just because I've heard so many negative things about that. And like pretty much everybody who's bought the figure has said, has had that same experience. So... He's he's got a loosey goosey ab crunch and and just this massive gap between his abdomen and his waist. It's ridiculous. It's it's not acceptable. Yeah, if I if I get to the point where I need to have a you know better visual representation of Firefly on my shelf, I'm sure I'll open him. But uh, for right now, he's still chilling in the package, along with his other urban camo pal, uh, Shockwave, who I also haven't opened yet. Christian, did you bother with this Firefly? Oh, yeah, because I when I finally got into the line, I that Cobra Island Firefly was hard to track down and very pricey on eBay. And I didn't like the bulky armor look. So I said I was just going to wait. And he was never one of my like top five Cobras you know, growing up as a kid. So I don't, I didn't have the same level of, of disappointment. I think as a lot of people did. Yeah. For, for the listeners, Firefly is my top GI Joe figure of all time. That 1984 Firefly. But there's the factory issues that he left with. I just can't help but to wonder how did those get by right anybody like when you assembled the the torso to the waist piece how did you not see that that it wasn't fitting right well and i wonder if the cover girl wave and this wave are kind of the remnants of the pandemic of not being able to examine things as closely 
as they normally do. Like these are kind of the last tail end casualties of that situation because otherwise I don't see how these did get passed. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our final September release. And that is low light who <laughs> overall great. What did you guys make of those cavernous holes in the tops of his shoulders? <laughs> Not everybody was as bothered by those as I was. I, uh, it doesn't bother me as much as said, did you? Cause I, you know, again, I've mentioned this before, so, you know, if, if, if it's up on the shelf and I can't see it when he's posed, it doesn't really bother me in the long run, but uh, I can see where it would be a little frustrating. They did. They bother me. They do not bother me as much as him not being able to raise his head. Oh, yeah. That's... You have that in every other six-inch oh, line in Hasbro, and your sniper looks at the ground. What dude? You, you had it the when classified the, started. It yeah. had that pivot at the top yeah. of the neck, and they I had eliminated that problem with it. Dusty when he came out. That was the first time that that really bothered me. With Dusty, yeah, because Dusty doesn't didn't really. Uh, I yeah, couldn't no. close him the way I wanted to either. Oh, interesting. I don't think of Dusty as particularly needing a. Well, he has a he has a gun range. that has a small tripod on or a little bipod on it. So that's oh well, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he I wanted should... to pose him on the ground. Yeah. Also yeah, because that, right. fig, that figure is the worst for standing up of all of my classified figures. Oh, you know my, my worst. Is, this is fun. I like that you brought this up. So your worst for standing up is Dusty. My mine that falls over most frequently is bazooka, just regular bazooka. Tiger Force bazooka is fine. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, another one entered the entered the battle. We'll talk about him in a second. Okay, and we'll talk about my my biggest problems with classified figures that came out this year. Christian, do you do you have one that's that's the domino? No, but I oh, think good. that's. Because when uh, Maddie Collector was shutting down their website and those they were clearancing out their superpowers blue stands, I have like 200 in stands. Are you telling me you have your classified figures on superpower stands? Mm-hmm. Do they fit? Yeah. I have my Marvel Legends on Superpower Stand. Christian! I, I was getting packs of 50 for this, like $3. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard on this show. <laughs> well, I, well, my retro figures are on their battle stand. If classifieds would come with them. You have G.I. Joe classified figures on those superpower stands that say superpowers on them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh gosh. I can't we're a family friendly show. I can't express my feelings about this. This I, I is have, well, this is a crime against a nature. Power of evil. I have mine I, on some 3D printed ones I got on eBay, but you know Oh my gosh! I, I hate. What I, so... had. I mean, li because right now all of my DC classics are in a bin. My classified stuff is what's on display. I 
DIY, baby. Use what you have. I I don't even know. I don't know what we're doing here anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. We gotta move on. I can't I have no I'm so confused. Uh, so glad I still have that ability. <laughs> I can't even conceive of this. I've I I have a bias against using stands at all, but the idea of using let's move on. October. <laughs> oh, I know what I gotta post now on my Instagram. No, God, please don't send me a picture of that. I can't bear it. But I've right now I'm Michael Kane at the end of Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Saying, please, spirit, show me no more. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, October Crimson Viper. Uh, it's fine. I like I said, I bought another one because it was twelve dollars. I and I had I did have a specific plan for it, but that plan didn't work out because for some reason the neck uh, head are, are not completely compatible across the classified series. Nope. It's very annoying uh range viper love it love Amazing. it i don't i i i've got nothing else to say i just love it it's great they killed it <laughs> um gosh i don't feel it's so funny so we have the range viper in october the mole rat wasn't till november i feel like those two were so far apart but they weren't uh grunt also in october grunt's great yep i i will say i do kind of wish i hadn't bought the second one even though i got it for like 16 bucks not a 12 dollar grunt like so many people got but i just wanted another one to, to use as that troop builder but it's just not i don't know it needs to be grunt that was my proof that the necks and heads are not compatible across classified because I bought the spare one to put snow jobs extra head on. Oh, right. And it's, I'm too scared to take it off. It, it is so tight. You can't actually turn the head. You can the only grunt turn head? it. Oh, the snow the job head snow you job put on, on the grunt. Yeah. Oh, okay. You okay. can only turn it at the neck. And yeah. I feel like that's something that classified needs to fix. Well, and that's the thing is, is I understand if early in the line swappable heads were not on the table, but now that they are, let's come up with a uniform size, mm -hmm. which they won't do, but it'd be nice if they did. Uh, Night Force Big Ben. It's funny. <laughs> I feel like the figure is a little lacking because I want his big giant backpack. I want his bag of grenades however i love the figure i didn't get him yeah I'm, i pass on him oh wow okay well are are you waiting for regular big ben um, uh, <laughs> so i'm not big ben's not really that high on my priority list i may i may pick him up depending on what the you know if the normal figure looks okay but i mean i don't think this one's that much of a departure from the original no, big ben it, figure it's not well and but we've talked about it before on the show like big ben to me is an arctic guy because the first big ben i ever knew of or owned 
was one of the 2000 whatever releases that was in all white. That's the first Big Ben I ever saw. So like, there's this weird sentimental, like it was when I really got back into Joe and I didn't know who he was, but I was like, oh, this is a cool figure. Uh, so I, w- I would love to see an Arctic Big Ben. Uh, also in October, our Steel Core 2-pack, a very divisive set of troop builders. Uh, I love them. I did cut myself off at just one set. Uh, well, I had planned to get a couple of sets, and I just didn't. Did you guys pick these up? Yeah. I did not. I like I like them a lot. Um, more than I thought I would. That being said, I like I like the female figure more when I put that movie Scarlet head. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I, but that's the same reason why I didn't like the original Steel Brigade figure. There was just something about helmeted, like. They're weirdly generic, even yeah. though they're not. And it's the same way I feel about putting the Steel Brigade helmet on Grunt. Like, it just, I don't know. I guess, you know, you guys, I think both have talked about how Joe Troop Builders are not super exciting to you. Yeah. And I think with getting these, I'm kind of seeing that is if it's a Joe that doesn't have a face like isn't a face character like a singular character it's just not as exciting for some reason and i still like my cobra troop builders but for some reason the joe ones aren't doing it for me Uh, to me like i said i've always said that cobra's troop builders make sense they are Mm -hmm. nameless faceless they are you know just spokes in a cog they are they aren't individuals but joe should be individuals and and i suppose i have to admit that you're right (laughs) uh also in october another one that is like so close but doesn't quite nail it and that's buzzer Mm. yeah like the figure just the figure is I think I'm not going to say perfect, but very, very good. Yeah. But then you add on his shoddy glasses, um, his shoddy, it's just a chainsaw. And then his, his other melee weapons with no storage. Like I, he feels like he was not completely thought through. He feels like an unfinished concept. Mm-hmm. He feels like the end of a Dean Koontz book that whoever was designing him just ran out of time and said, well, let's just do this. Yeah, I I, I definitely don't agree with the removable glasses. Um, I, I've said it before. The Dreadnoughts don't have eyeballs. They are they wear those glasses twenty four seven, and they <laughs> always have in all the media. So it doesn't make any sense to to have it removable. I don't mind the removable glasses at all, but they just need to be well executed. They need to be like Sergeant Slaughter and Buzzer. 
to where they stay on. You mean they, well, you mean Ripper, and I'm glad oh, yeah, Ripper, yours, Ripper. I'm glad that yours stay on, but that is definitely not my experience. Yeah, that's so weird to me because my Ripper glasses are they're perfect. I have almost um, lost mine twice, and that's what I was getting. I was mentioning earlier. That's because well, I know we'll get to Ripper in a moment, but he's my figure that falls over the most. Oh no! Uh, because those Jaws of Life are just they 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 offset him so bad weight wise oh. and every time he's fallen off i've had to scramble with a flashlight looking for the oh the that sucks so oh. i bought crazy glue and i'm i'm going to crazy glue his glasses and buzzers on because i just can't deal with them falling off <laughs> uh final one for october tripwire and tripwire it's funny my personal opinion tripwire is a masterpiece I don't think they could have possibly executed this figure any better. But it's not one of my favorite classified figures. It's, it's great. It's incredible. It's an achievement of figure concept updating. But at the end of the day, it's still just tripwire. And we really have to look at the way that Hasbro executed this because we found out they were doing a tripwire the day it went up for pre-sale and we had it on our shelves like a month later. Yes. That's almost unheard of for classified. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's remarkable. Like everything about this figure is great, but it's tripwire. <laughs> He's just not super exciting. This it's another one that again, nothing wrong with the figure. So I don't mean this in a negative way, listeners. He didn't necessarily have to be a deluxe. The up the upgraded pieces are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I when I display him, I display him G1 right. style. I, I, I feel like you could have given us some more mines. Um you know, I I like the um, the robot, the mouse. Those are great, but all the armor. But all the armor, I, I I feel like if you display him with all that armor on, you just lose all the personality. Again, the armor makes sense for what it is that he does. It's just so bulky and covering that. He just becomes a mass. Well, right. He stops looking like a G.I. Joe character and looks like just a military bomb guy. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fantastic figure. And mm -hmm. honestly, for everything that he comes with, well worth the value. Sure. Uh, all right. Going into November, Chuckles shipped. Uh, Chuckles is great. I like Chuckles. He's fun. Ch Chuckles is great. I didn't I in in hindsight, I I did he didn't need to be a $45 figure. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, and actually that does remind me uh another set of figures that I did not purchase and did not review, the Crimson Strike team uh that I was positive would go on sale during the holiday sale on uh Hasbro Pulse, and they did not, 
and I still have not bought them and I will not until I can get them for a lower price because as as much as I do want that set I just don't want to pay that for it for figures that you know you already have I mean how many baronesses do you have at this point well hopefully that baroness is going to be re-released in all black mm-hmm. because it is a significant upgrade upgrade from mm-hmm. either of the other baronesses that have been released but yeah. uh but yeah eh, i'll wait uh also in november agent helix which is a one that i was really anticipating and then they showed the render and i wasn't as excited and then i got the figure in hand and it's great yeah she's fantastic awesome figure she was she's one of she's one of the sleepers in this line i think she's you know character that i don't really have a connection to um wasn't really reading the comics when she came out and she's got a great look but like that figure blew it out of the park yes absolutely especially for as many reused parts as she has still looks very unique very interesting dynamic figure where did uh christian you you being sort of aware of joe when the original helix came out uh where did you land on this one full disclosure helix and ripper are still sitting in my pile of loot oh wow so i was good i i have been fighting the urge to ship them ever since they came in because i've there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to come in at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've with, got the same thing. I've got so many November, December things that still haven't come in. Yeah, so I was like, I can wait, I can wait, I can wait. And now some of those things got pushed into January. So yeah. I'm, uh, if they're not dude, hitting by the second week of January, I'm shipping them. It's four dollars ship them <laughs> four dollars I, like, I like when i get the giant box from oh big bad gosh. and i open it up and i'm like ah, oh, we all do we all do but it's four dollars i i'm just more patient i guess it's cheaper than a cup of coffee from starbucks <laughs> uh also in november i i think another I'm not going to say necessarily a sleeper hit, but a sleeper success. Python Patrol Vipra. Mm. I had zero interest in this figure, but you know how I am. I can't help myself. I ended up having to get it and was very happy with the figure. It looks great. It pops on the shelf. It's amongst your Python Patrol. It stands out as a sort of like, forward observer scout type character uh really really clever introduction of this character you know reusing parts but it just looks cool it's it's greater than the sum of its parts Mm -hmm. uh also in november night force shooter now shooter is a character that i know at least noel has been a big proponent of for a very long time uh did either of you pick this one up? Yeah, yeah, yeah I really. Okay, it. okay. Yeah, we talked about it before when uh, when when she first came. I uh, know. I I think she's a great figure. I think she fits in really really well with um some of those like the you know the just the the standard Night Force aesthetic, and it's nice having her in the line as a nod to going all the way back to issue number one. And I I at least for me. 
we don't have anything else to compare it to. So I can't look. I don't look at her as a Night Force figure. Right. If they come right, out right. with Shooter that all of a sudden is in all these different colors, I think I'll be thrown off. Because to me, that's just Shooter. Whereas and, yeah, most and, of the Night Force stuff, I'm like, eh, it's just dark colors. She basically looks like she did when they introduced her in the comic with this figure. I mean, she already kind of had that that dark. She's a sniper, right. so... Um, but I think it would be interesting if they do decide to recolor her and put her in like the olive drabs to make her fit in with the OG 13. I, I would absolutely be into that. Yeah. I think that would be very cool. Uh, so when I did my review, I w- as you guys have said a couple of times, I was excited about this figure, but then I did my review and I ended up being kind of whelmed. Yeah. But since then, uh, I've warmed up to it. I really like the presence on the shelf. I think she's got a great, unique look. Uh, and I, I don't know what it was. Maybe the day I reviewed her, I just wasn't feeling it. But now I'm, I, I really like this figure a lot. I've come around. Uh, and moving on. I like on, the accessories. I like the, like, I like the mask. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not displaying her with it. Right, right. The face, but like, it's a good accessory. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, we we have to take into account the value to figure photographers Mm -hmm. because figure photography is now an essential part of marketing toy lines. You have to put in the value for the figure photographers. You have to put in the blast effects with your scrap iron. You have to put in the wolf hats with your snow serpents. Like that stuff has while individually to collectors, we may not want all of that, Overall, when you've got your high-profile toy photographers on Instagram or wherever posting pictures of these figures, it's raising the profile of the line, and it's getting more sales and allowing the line to continue on for a longer time. That's just how it is. So when you throw stuff in like that gas mask, that has value. It has value to the line, even if it doesn't have value to you personally. And. I'm going to hold off my opinion on it because there's another figure that I think touches on that in Big Ben that we'll, we'll get to. But. Okay. Uh, next up, Crimson Alley Viper that I almost didn't even pre-order, but I ended up liking so much I now have four of them. I love this figure, and I can't quite explain it, but it just has... A, a great look. Um, it is entirely based upon one of the Alley Vipers from the modern line, which I didn't totally realize. Mm-hmm. But after going through my modern figures, there's a there's a, a I think it's a 50th anniversary Alley Viper that looks exactly like this one, down to the mm-hmm. markings on it. Uh, it's a fantastic troop builder. I love it. Uh, also in November, the Mole Rat. The mystery was finally solved, and I also love this figure and really wish uh, I got two, but I wish they would come back in stock because I I feel like people missed out on this one. And they have yeah. not come back on Hasbro Pulse. They have not come back on Walmart, except for the you know scalpers that sell through Walmart somehow. I don't even understand how that works. Uh I got two mole rats. I have one 
with the full gear and one with the zombie head. And I love it. I think it's it's a new character, but I think it's just perfectly executed. So this is where the figure itself, I love it. This is where, though, I get a little touchy about the storytelling. And that's where I feel like the gas mask for shooter and Big Ben comes in because when we have these lives with Lenny and he's telling us the story that has the Hasbro classified team is coming up with. I I think that like continuity and stuff like that becomes a problem. Um, however, if you have this story and a dollar figure line, like final faction can put lore online, start giving us that lore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we know there's dark inner, John. We know that this second head is kind of zombified. But, Lenny, you know a story that the rest of us don't. Right. And I give can us, come up with us... my own story, and that's great. But if your story is going to influence the line moving forward, I would kind of, I would just like to know what that is. Give us a source book. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And actually I do have one complaint about the wall rats is as, as much of a problem as gummy accessories have been throughout this line, especially over the past year to give us this mole rat, with these incredibly rigid hoses that you can't even move the head when the gas mask part is on, come on. Mm-hmm. And and that's, I've said before, it seems that one of the biggest challenges of classified going forward is grade of plastics for the accessories for, for, you know, how soft do they need to be? How hard do they need to be? That, that seems to be a real problem in this line for some reason. Um, uh, and uh, some of the, the two newest crimson, uh, cause I, I got two crimson alley vipers initially ordered two more when they went on clearance and the two most recent ones I got, all of their accessories were just bent like C's. Mm. ridiculous and I, I there's another release down the line here that's like that and i'll get to that uh in a little bit so uh ripper ripper as disappointed as i was by buzzer ripper felt like a revelation to me said so everything except for those glasses and the fact that he's so top heavy i think he's wonderful i think this sculpt is amazing i think that face sculpt is insane um but again just just thank thankfully with torch they've they've apparently learned their lesson and his his glasses will be permanently affixed to his face oh are they do we know that that's what i've heard really okay i haven't yeah. seen that interesting uh could be wrong but that that is that has yeah, been the scuttlebutt that I've, I, I've I will I times. will say I do not believe that to be true but mm-hmm. we'll find out uh what impressed me one of the things that impressed me most about Ripper is the fact that they managed to make his jaws of life self-contained so you did not feel the need for his backpack 
Yeah, the fact the, that it's actually articulated. Yeah, well, and it and it just looks like the power source is there as part of the equipment. So I didn't feel like I needed the backpack. And then they put the peg on his back to store his rifle, which the original figure never had. So he can hold everything like it's all on the figure. And I've, it's interesting because I've got my ripper in a very dynamic pose. He, he is leaned back holding up the jaws of life and he has not fallen over once. Uh, so, you know, sometimes samples vary, but I, I just, I don't think I could be any happier with Ripper. He's great. Uh, Shockwave, who overall I liked a lot more than I thought I would like because mm -hmm. I, I never had the original figure. I have no attachment to the character whatsoever, but in person, I really dig the blue camo. I like the look. I like the hat over the balaclava. The only problem was they completely... What? What is... How do you say... Okay, they completely foobarred his shield. I say foobar was the word I was thinking yes, of. Yes, <laughs> completely, except that I managed to to uh, fix it. I just ripped the handle out and glued it back in the other way, and it's fine now. Uh, but everything else about the figure, I dig it. Now, I, I think I would have liked for him to come with a, uh, a, a small, like a semi-automatic blaster as opposed to just the pistols that he came with. It's a little odd that he doesn't have a little bit larger firearm. But other than that, like he's, I really, really like this figure a lot. Same. So are you guys just dealing with the incorrectly oriented shield? Well, as I said, mine's still in the package. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, you said you hadn't yeah. opened yours. So you sent me the photo, and um, I I did the heat thing, peeled it off. Okay. And that's when I discovered it's actually custom cut. Like, if you yes. just flip it, it doesn't actually just like fit well right back into that hole so i did some some cutting and oh and oh, oh wow and you know there's there's a spot where okay you can see that this was not how this was meant to go but you're right like it this the shield can only go on that arm right right it makes no sense but so yeah the 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 way that the handle is shaped and the shield has the like it's clearly they designed it wrong yeah but the two pegs where that piece sits once you flip it over it still plugs onto those two pegs it does the outline doesn't match a, up right. right but it does fit in it does seat into place it just leaves weird gaps yeah but but much I, like I much like little... Noel, much like Noel doesn't look at the backs of his figures, I'm not gonna look at the back of that shield. So I, <laughs> I, I took it as a personal challenge. I did some, <laughs> like I said, I, I cut it down, I did a little sculpting, wow. and I used a little um plasti belt to glue that handle in place. So 
Well, I, I didn't do any of that, but uh, I'm sure yours looks much nicer. Uh, moving yeah. on to December, obviously the month that we're in right now, and tons of releases. The Python Patrol Trouble Bubble, I adore it. Uh, if I'm being honest, I prefer it to the regular version, although I would never not have the regular version. But this Python Patrol one is beautiful. 100. It's it's just the 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 black dome, the the deco on the trouble bubble, like even the televiper, like everything about it. I just love um I kit bashed just like I did with the trouble bubble. I kit bashed a pilot with that using an officer body. Um I did the same thing with my Python patrol. I kit bashed a, a pilot using various classified body parts. Um but it's great. I love it. It's fantastic. I have not seen it on sale yet. If I do, I'll buy another one. I didn't pick it up, but uh, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad they're getting mileage out of that that, that those molds. Right. We'll get a right. crimson one. Oh no! Yeah. I don't need a crimson trouble <laughs> bubble. Stop. Uh, General Hawk. Very striking. Uh, classified figure. A lot of th- people were disappointed in this figure, but I think he's great. I think it's about as well done as it could have been, and this is the one where I realized what I said about the web gear, that it just needs to be softer plastic and shrunk. Like, it needs to be too small, so it stays in place. Uh, I do wish he had a golden gun, but I do have other golden guns that I can swap out the one that he has with, so it's fine. But the portrait's fantastic, the helmet, everything. He's he's great. He's great. Yeah. I well, his guy. Take that back. Okay, wait. He came with two uh, other blasters that have zero paint on them and look like dollar store garbage. But I'm not using them anyway, so whatever. No, he's Hawk does not need a loadout. No. Honestly, I was no. I would have been fine if he just came with the one pistol. I would have preferred it because then I wouldn't have had to look at those ugly pieces of junk that he <laughs> did come with. Uh also in December, Python Patrol Copperhead. I love it. I don't think Python Patrol Copperhead could have been executed any better than he was. Yep. He's great. That's the figure I I kit bashed to make my trouble my Python Patrol right. That's pilot. right. Yes, yes. Which is a great call. Well, and especially since he is a pilot already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our Python Patrol Officer Version Two, which we kind of already talked about. Uh, it's great. I love it. And what's funny about these uh, these figures when you're unboxing them, you pull them out, you open them up, you look at the figure and you're like, Oh, this is really cool. I really dig this. And then you open the accessories and you realize, Oh, there's a helmet in here that makes it look even cooler than it already does. Like that's always like a little point of delight for me is when I get to the helmet and I'm like, Oh, that's right. It looks (laughs) even cooler than, than when it's just here in my hand. Uh, well, 
let's finish on the hiss. So first I'll talk a little bit about Wolf Spider. Now, did either of you bother with Wolf Spider? I I almost didn't pre-order Wolf Spider, but again, you know how I am. So of course I did. He's great. I had zero enthusiasm for this figure, but in hand, the colors are cool. He's got a great design. His loadout is very cool. Um, I'm just really happy with it. It's an interesting new character. And once you've got your dragonfly, he is going to look awesome with it. Uh, And then Shadow Tracker, who I was very excited about, has some flaws. Uh, Check out my review for more on that. But, But the main thing I'll say is the the neon translucent mask that's kind of the main mask doesn't stay on mine at all like at all like not even you can balance it and then back away it just doesn't stay on but it's kind of okay because the wolf mask is cooler anyway uh but but in comparing the original shadow tracker figure to the classified shadow tracker figure it's it's kind of disappointing because the original figure is so good and the classified does feel lacking in comparison. Uh, and that brings us to the main event of 2023, the thing that we all have, the Hiss HasLab. I mean, it's a work of art. Mm-hmm. It's all that you could ever want in a hiss tank and more all i ever wanted all i ever needed is here in this has lab <laughs> it's it's gorgeous and it's it looks incredible whether you use the retro p- uh, pieces or you use the upgraded pieces the figures that came with it even the tactician that was not the design that i voted for is great um it's it's incredible i if you are any kind of toy enthusiast at all regardless of if you're a gi joe fan you should have this in your collection because it is a landmark of toy engineering uh it's great and then the his fire team that was released to accompany it um i like it but it's disappointing it should have matched the hiss crew more closely and it didn't and it feels lazy it is not a bad release but it feels like there was a lack of communication in the design any more thoughts about classified in 2023 that was a lot of figures it was a lot i'm exhausted but we've got a few more things to talk about before we go uh and that was—I think—that's about half of the total classified figures that have been released thus far. That's believable. I would buy that. Out in yeah, because in twenty twenty three they moved to five right releases in each wave instead of the four that it was before. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot. Well, and also we got the multi packs, the Valkyries, the Steel mm-hmm. Core, the His Fire Team. I mean, it's it's it was a ton, but it was great. What a what a phenomenal year! Like overall, twenty twenty three classified, fantastic. I I would I I if you had told me 
at the beginning of 2022, like, well, at the end of 2023, you're going to be blown away by how great it is. <laughs> I, I never would have even known it would be this good. Uh, we also got from Mezco the 112 Collective Destro and Roadblock that are both, look, if you have 112 Collective figures, you know how great they are. You know they're some of the best action figures ever made. Uh, check out my reviews, right? Uh, well, I say here. We're not on the Needless Things YouTube channel right now. Check out the Needless Things YouTube channel for reviews of those. Uh, Super 7, obviously very active with G.I. Joe in 2023. Tons of reaction figures that we're not going to get into, but all just fun releases, wacky stuff like Tiger Force and Python Patrol, and then lots more comic and Sunbow-inspired stuff. Uh, and then the G.I. Joe Ultimates, the first two waves, saw the light of day in 2023 in April. We got Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, Duke, and the Bat. Uh, All of which could, by the end of the year, be ordered for super cheap. Yeah, so well, well, you well, got like a chance a, to buy one at Entertainment on Entertainment Earth, like eleven bucks a piece, I think. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> uh, and then in May, we got Destro, Baroness, Lady J, and Flint. I love all of these figures. In my opinion, the problem is not that Flint and Lady J did not have painted skin because to me in a vacuum, those figures look great. The problem is that they don't match Duke. If they were all unpainted or they were all painted, they would be fine, but you can't not match them. And, and personally for me, that's where the problem is. But I do not think that Lady J and Flint are terrible figures. It's just that they don't match, and that's unacceptable. Uh, so any day now, Wave 3 should be shipping. Uh, I'll be reviewing them, of course. Uh, and then Wave 4, I think, shortly after that, by, by May. And then other releases that we had, and look, we're not going to hit everything that came out this year, but uh, we had the HasLab Sky Striker, beginning of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm glad I've got it, but at the end of the day, it was not a grand revival for O-Ring. It is not the centerpiece of a new O. Well, it is the centerpiece of a new O-ring collection. It's just that that collection was much, much smaller than we ever thought it would be. Uh, it's it's a great toy, but it really isn't, in my opinion, what it should have been. The fact that it basically used a lot of the modern era tooling was was a major letdown because that's not what it was presented as. Uh, the fact that the wings have the seams and were detachable is not okay. How, how do you guys, in, in retrospect, how do you guys feel about your Sky Strikers now? I still think it looks really impressive on my shelf. Um, you know, I only ever had the G1 Sky Striker. I didn't have the modern version ever. Um, so some of the things that they did or i guess the modern sky strikers did i thought were an improvement over the g1 but then things like you mentioned the detachable wings um 
are kind of like, huh? I mean, that but, was fine for a retail release that needed to fit into a certain box size, but but for this, for a deluxe two hundred and thirty dollar or whatever toy, I, I don't find that okay. Yeah, I think in in hindsight, just knowing that we didn't get any traction on O rings really, and you know, it's it, it it's it's there. It looks great on my shelf, but. You know, if, if if I had known what I know now, would I have pre-ordered it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's where I am, is is I don't know if I would have backed it if I had known, like, if, if I'd known then what I know now. Yeah, I don't know that I would have backed it. Well, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't back it until the very end. Because right, it, right. It wasn't until they gave a boatload of incentives at the, at the last minute. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we, speaking of O-rings, we also we also have our uh, Thunder Machine Soundwave Transformer, which I still say the the Thunder Machine Soundwave is fantastic. It is fulfilling uh, the the boyhood dream, as it were. Uh, but the figures that came with it are sub subpar. Yeah, I mean the figures are the figures are what they are. I think that of the three crossovers they've done thus far, this one blows the other two out of the water um i think that the transformation is it's it's more complex than the Ostriker, um but it's but more it's, satisfying but it's but not it's, it's still doable for memory right it's it's not as frustrating as the his tank was like i never want to transform that his tank ever right again. i can't well i can do the Ostriker and the thunder machine from memory I cannot sit down and do the 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 hiss without instructions. And I think that what they did with this one, because the other two, almost indistinguishable, you know, if you're squinting from the original vehicles, this one, they made it pop. Like if you put this next to the original Thunder Machine, it's yeah. completely different. Yeah, toy. Yeah, yeah, I love that they did that. Yeah, like I don't need it to be a faithful reproduction of a toy that came out in 1985 or 86. I'd rather it not be. Right. I want I'd it rather to be... it be brighter colors and more accentuated features. Like I give me that. That's yeah. more interesting. Yep. That's why. That's why I'm looking forward to what Super Seven's doing. Yes. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> this is, I hate to end on such a, a wet fart of a topic, but, uh, the Stylin online box that I ordered, uh, <laughs> you can find my review on the needless things, YouTube channel. And, and really all I have to say about it at this point is. <laughs> So we have covered a large majority of what happened with G.I. Joe in 2023. Now it is time for each of us to talk a little bit about our favorites of 2023. This is the best of 2023. Uh, we're each going to pick our top five classified releases from 2023. And considering where we are time-wise, 
I think what we should do is just go around and just run through our five. We're not going to do our normal. Here's my number one. Here's my number one. Well, Cause I Let's feel like just... we've already talked about them. We have, yeah. we have. So uh, starting with Christian, what were your top five? I didn't do mine in any particular order. I just listed five. Do you want me? So we're going to do all you... five? Yeah, do, just go ahead and do okay. all five. So I did cheat a little. Um, I have one non-2023 item in there, but I did get it in 2023. <laughs> uh, because there wasn't enough in 2023 for you to pick from. Correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, so my my top five, uh, of course, shipwreck, rock and roll, everything Python Patrol, <laughs> the hiss tank, and I feel like because everything Python Patrol was such a cheat, um, but I love it all so equally. Uh, my fifth thing for 2023 actually is the havoc that i got from joe fest well that's a separate category <laughs> well that's that's, a, I, that's got a whole... in, I got it in 2023 well right but we'll so, we'll talk class this is just, just classified cla okay just then my classified. my my alternate uh was snow job okay that's fair that's fair um so my top five uh, we've got uh, a couple in common here uh, rock and roll absolutely made my top five that that one just came out of nowhere and surprised me with how great it was uh, scrap iron has to be in there snow job also I, I like I said I couldn't I couldn't bear to put that one on the shelf because every time I looked at it I had to mess with it and do stuff with it uh, Ripper blew me away and a lot of it was the recent disappointment of buzzer and Ripper feeling like such a comeback, but also it's just, I, I think one of the most perfectly executed figures. And then finally, of course the hiss and you, the hiss has to be, it's, it's, it's incomparable. It's hiss. Noel. Well, I put the hiss at the top of my list. I kind of felt like that was cheating because I figured that's going to make, I mean, that's going to be not just the top classified toy, but the top G.I. Joe toy and probably the top toy yeah, of yes. the year on just yes. every list. So, you know, considering that as a cheat, the five I went with were Scrap Iron, obviously, who, I mean, like I said, even without that uh, drone would have been the best classified figure of the year, I thought. Um, the Trouble Bubble. Uh, with the televiper um, for the vehicles specifically, just love having that in that scale. Uh, rock and roll. I'll share everybody's uh, sentiments on rock and roll. He is just a beast. He is unbelievable, especially considering how low my expectations were. Um, Helix again, one that I did not have a lot of uh, expectations going into it, um, and I just thought the execution on that figure was perfect. And uh, Hawk. I love having Hawk. I can now, you know, put my leader of my G.I. Joe team in front in front of my shelves. And I just think he's so sharp looking. Um, you know, the accessories you mentioned. I, I don't care that they're not great because he's not he's not carrying any of them. They just went into a bag and they're going into a, you know, an, into a drawer somewhere. There there was something really special about putting Hawk on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't even like when I was a kid. 
I loved that General Hawk figure, but I don't think he'd even be in my top 10. But there's just something about that character, about the presence of that look that feels like it completes something. Hmm. Uh, okay, so we also, obviously, we're all three of us lifelong G.I. Joe fans. Uh, we have interests in Joe from far beyond classified. So I think there are probably some things beyond classified that we found to be our favorites in 2023. Uh, we'll, we can go around one at a time for these Christian. You already mentioned uh, your Joe fast acquisition, your havoc, the havoc. Uh, I also have a Joe fest uh, thing that I picked up that honestly might be my favorite my top gi joe purchase of 2023 and that's the tiger force snowcat that i got me who like at one point in time had nothing but disdain for tiger force and this snowcat is right next to my desk i look at it lovingly every time i sit here it's so the deco on it is so clean and so eye-catching it's just a gorgeous toy, and it makes me so happy every single time I look at it. I love this thing. Noel? Uh, I, I moved my camera over slightly so you could see mine. Um, I acquired uh, something I've longed for for almost 30 years, and that is a Terradrome this year. Yes. Um, so I, I got a good deal on one that was about 80% complete, and I found all of the... Uh, replaced all the broken parts to the best of my ability. Uh, the, really, the only thing it's missing is um, the the um, the gear for the AVAC. Um, but I mean, that's not that big of a deal to be missing that. Do you know I still haven't cleaned up that one I bought? <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't. I I haven't had. I consider doing the whole like doing the peroxide bath and putting it out in the sun and all that to whiten it up a little bit. Oh, I'm not uh, doing all that. I just you know, need to go over it with a toothbrush and I just haven't had time. Yeah. I went over this one with some, with some warm water, a little bit of Dawn um, and, uh, and, and like a Q-tip and a brush and, you know, cleaned out some of the, cre the crevices and stuff. Um, I mean, it's still, it's got some sun wear and that sort of thing, but um, I'm yeah, not too concerned yeah. about it. And I've got my my claw. Uh, I see that it, so, you've got yeah. your claw perched uh, <laughs> where where it was meant to go, right? Right. Uh, another non classified favorite of mine: the Mezco One Twelve Collective Destro. It's the best Destro figure ever made. It's absolutely incredible. The multiple portraits, all the accessories it came with, the the brief, everything about it is just phenomenal. It's wonderful. Christian, did you have another non-classified pick? I I do. Um, I haven't shown it off yet because uh, I am still piecing out a couple of pieces. Mm -hmm. But much like Dave, as someone who had zero love for Tiger Force stuff, I got an incredible deal on a Tiger Fly. Oh, <clears throat> and, that's right i totally forgot about that mm -hmm. it, the mechanism works fine um i just have a couple more missiles to get 
and I I got it in November, beginning of November, I think it was. Um, so I wanted to get through the holiday season and then finish. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It it it's a gorgeous piece, and the deco fits for a helicopter really, really well. Well, and Noel is up here with his tiger paw, and let me just again why what is it why does the deco on these look so good it's just a good striking i mean it's a it's a, just a good striking color combo you know the 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 contrast with the uh the yellow and the black and the gradient is so nice on them yeah um but it's also it's it's a even though it's outlandish 80s gi joe it has its roots in you know you'd see kind of the like the the mouths and the stripes on some of these vehicles mm-hmm. right going right. back to like world war ii and stuff so i think yeah. it does have kind of a, a classic look to it as well uh, i said i was not collecting gi joe when tiger force happened initially so yeah. it doesn't really hold a special uh, place for me and the figures are hit and miss but i love the way the vehicles look it's yeah the vehicles are just gorgeous toys and i, I they are absolutely all on my list um Let's see here. Super 7 Ultimate Duke. One of my top figures. Oh, I guess I'll go ahead and say it. Well, my top 10 list will be out by now. Uh, One of my top 10 figures of 2023. And yes, the painted skin is better. Absolutely. Um, This figure could not have been more perfect. It's one of the best figures that came out this year overall. I'll just uh, shout out really quickly. Uh, I got the Tiger Force Python Patrol Super 7 reaction figures for Christmas. Uh, my wife is maintains an awareness of what Super 7 stuff I have. <clears throat> and she knew that I didn't have that wave and got it for me. And they look even more striking and bonkers and wonderful in person than they did online. <laughs> I am so happy to have uh, these figures. I, I'm not going to say they're some of my favorites of the year, but I, I'm delighted that I own them. Also, very excited about the bug that I bought at uh, Joe at Joe Fest this year. Oh, the bug that is awesome! Epic. Yes, the bug is awesome, and I've got um, and and look, listeners, I know this isn't fair, and I, and I'm sorry, but we're we're out of time. We just are. So I've got an unboxing that I'm going to do just for the guys. I'll talk about it next week, uh, but I can't make my eBay seller wait any longer for me to give feedback. Uh, So tune into our live stream on January 1st to hear what I'm getting ready to open up just for Nolan Christian. Our music is by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. Christian. Where can we find that toy photography that you do so well? You can find me on Flickr.com and Instagram under the name Legion Cub. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming group raising money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. Uh, My Garrison, the Southern Command, uh, will be at uh, Joe Lanta uh, in April this year. We actually just got our booth confirmed this uh, past week, so we are looking forward to that. I'm sorry, Toy Lanta. Joe Lanta is the other one that may or may not happen in the fall. 
because it's not a very big show. But Toyland is a great show, and we're coming up. We'll be coming up uh, there here in April. What well, is all the time we've got for this week, Christian and Noel? I think we have exhaustively covered GI Joe in 2023. What an amazing year it was! I want to thank every single person who has ever listened to or watched this show or supported Audible Interlude in any way. We could not do it without you. The Audible Army are the absolute best fans in the world, and in 2024. We are going to be rewarding you for your loyalty, for your listenership, for your viewership. Until next time, until next year, yo, Joe. Cobra. Cobra.